Uh, we're going to dive into the Word. How many of you want to hear from the Lord this morning? Amen. Yeah? You know, all I do is just make myself available. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, Lord, speak through me. And so you can turn to your U version if you have U version on your phone, what have you. Go there, hit the little lines down there, uh, put in the zip code, go Heart of the City Church live. We're going to dive in to that in a few minutes. You know, NIC won last night. Now they're 30 and 0. Coach is not here this service, is he? I know the Simmons are, some of the Simmons are, oh man, 30 and 0. Mm. I hope some of the guys come next service. Uh, I'm kind of finishing off where we started last week uh, in the area. You know, I got to be obedient to God. Sometimes, you know, I kind of shake things off. And I just said, can I do that right now? Yeah, praise God. Would you guys stand up for a minute? I know that I know you guys. Uh, stand, stand up for a moment. This couple right here is a wonderful couple that's moving here from Wyoming. Uh, they, were, they were here at the Sound, and they heard specifically, uh, Dwayne did, God told him to move here. And so they're the real deal. They're out on the waters, out, out of the boat right now. They came here to look at a house. And I just felt like, you know, all week long, the Lord just kept stirring something in my heart towards you guys, just to, just to encourage you that I think this is a season that God is just kind of changing your armor, that he's removing some of the old armor, some of the armor that maybe other folks had put on you, like kind of Saul had put upon David. And I'm telling you, there's a day uh, that's coming that he's putting on his armor so that you can run, so that you can war, so that you can battle, so that you can fight. Just a new armor, as it were, a David armor. Just like a, 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 a heart of freedom and a heart of liberty and a heart of, you know, and, and I would even echo, I feel like the Lord would even say to you this morning, son, do you not know that I'm going to give you your heart's desire? I'm going to give you, both of you, listen to me, both of you, your heart's desire. You know, we sang a song today, and it said something like, faith is pretty looking foolish, and you're out there on the waters, but I'm going to let you know that God will honor your faith. Faith is what moves mountains. It's the only way to honor God. So I just, I just see this new armor coming upon you guys, an armor that's going to be so beautiful, so fresh, so new. I tell you what, you're going to slay giants. You're going to slay those dragons. You're going to be ones that take out the enemy because you've submitted your, your, yourself to the will of God and his hands upon you. And I would even hear the father say, well done, good and faithful servants. The hand of God is upon you. His favor is, is upon you in a beautiful fashion. God bless you. You just received that this morning. Isn't that cool that they're going to be moving over here from Wyoming? God bless you guys. I mean, I hope it's okay. I mean, they're selling everything. They're, they're putting their house up for the auction they're tr they're, they, 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 uh, they are burning the ships to come this way. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And how many of you know that God will honor, honor that type of faith? It's, it's sometimes a little bit uh, different when you're walking in faith like that, but it's, a, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. 
Last week we began uh, in this area of relationship, and I hope to finish it today. Let's pray as we dive into God's Word. I hope you got your Bibles, hope you got your iPads, however you want to get in the Word today, make sure that you bring it. Of course, we have the Sky Bible, but there's going to be scriptures on here that I don't have in the Sky Bible that I would like you to look up today. Father, we just thank you for a beautiful weekend. Thank you for a wonderful work day yesterday. Father, all the chairs being moved in the new sanctuary. Thank you for the women's luncheon, God. All that you're doing in the hearts of, of the people. Lord, we came here. Heart of the City Church is here to make a difference, to impact the city, and it's happening. And we, we just thank you, Father. We just say, send your word this morning, Holy Spirit. Send your word in this place. I pray that you would encourage relationships. It can be marriages. It can be uh, uh, parents to children, children to parents. It could be in friendships. It could be a, a, a situation where a, a sister hasn't talked to another sister in six years. Whatever it is, Father, like Clark even prophesied, restoration. Restoration. Father, when you restore, you make things better than new. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, I found out last night that I don't really have all the time in the world to really dig in to some of the things that I covered last week. So if you wasn't here last week, I encourage you to go online to check it out. I went over the, there's like 10 must, I think 10 must when it comes to a healthy relationship. Will you say that with me? Healthy relationship? Healthy relationship. Because you can have all kinds of dysfunctional relationships. You can have unhealthy relationships. You can have some really jacked up relationships. You can have people that live together in a home but really don't love and honor one another. Are you feeling me? I'm talking about 10 months for a healthy relationship. Covered five last week. I want to just mention those this morning. Number one, honor. Say that with me, honor. honor. Highly esteeming another person. Whatever's important to them. Make it important to you. That's some beautiful honor right there. Number two, a servant's heart. Say that with me, servant's heart. We have a competition in our house who's going to outserve one another. But I would even take it to another level today. Everyone say steward's heart. See, a servant doesn't know what the master's doing. You need to know what's going on in your spouse's heart. You need to know what's going on in your children's heart. You need to have a pulse on what's going on in your home. So you're a, a steward. You have a stewardship of your home. Say that with me, a steward's heart. Number three, get on the same map. Get on the same map. You, you was not married or friendship to kind of come together and go like this. You're to grow together. God makes two, they become one. That's in a, that's in a, a marriage, but I'm not, I'm not just talking about marriage. Any of these things that I share today can be applied in most of any type of relationship. How many know that everything begins with a relationship? Amen. Out of your mother's womb, it's a relationship. Right. Mom and dad. It's all about relationship. Your most important relationship is with Christ, because out of it, I say that because if you don't know Christ today, We'd love to pray for you at the end of the service to begin that relationship. So, so getting on the same map, there's a, there's a Garmin uh, technology a GPS called Rhino. It's beautiful. I don't own it, but I've seen it. I know how it works. Is that if you and your hunting partner have the Rhinos, 
you will know where your hunting partner is in the whole, as far as they can reach in the Western Hemisphere. You can look and see where that person is on the map. Matter of fact, if you're close enough, you can click and talk to one another, okay? You, as friendships, relationships, you got to get on the same map. If one is so spiritually minded and one is like, I don't even care if we go to church. Come on, you got to get on the same map, somebody. Are you with me? Number five, four, grace, grace. Say that with me, grace, grace. grace. I, I can typically be a little bit wound tight and intense. I, you probably can't notice that. But really, that's how I am. Sharon, you didn't have to agree with all. You don't got to get that excited. She's like, no kidding. I say that because grace, grace, let, let, don't sweat the little stuff in your relationships. Don't sweat. You remember I told you the story about the, 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 the family just falling apart because the husband didn't like the way the wife cleaned the birdcage. Come on, man. Stinking, if you don't like the way your wife cleans the birdcage, clean it yourself. That's right. Don't sweat the little stuff. Take it to another degree. Kill the bird. I'm not here to kill birds today. My point here. No, listen. My point. Yeah, just let him free. Just let him go. Let it go. My point here is that shouldn't be a stumbling block. Don't sweat the little stuff. Are you feeling me? Number five, make the decision. Make the decision to what? I need somebody else that wasn't here last night. Make the decision to what? Love. To love. Y'all cheated, but go ahead. Get over this thing that love is a feeling. You've listened to that hogwash movies and music and movie stars and Bon Jovi, and that it's a feeling. Show me in the Bible where love's a feeling. It's, it's not just a feeling. It's a decision. It's a fact. It's a choice that we make. And when it's a fact and a choice and a decision, you won't be doing what Bon Jovi sings. In and out of love, you won't be doing that. Because you know that you've made a decision to love that individual, the child, your wife. Hey, Hunter. You're, you're, hi, Angela. And whoever it may be, you've made that decision. Some good friends of our visiting today. Come on. Are you with me? Make the decision. Are you, are you feeling that? Make the decision. So we're going to dive into the next five, five smooth stones, if you want to call it. Knock to knock your friends out or your spouses out but five smooth stones that can help you in your relationship. The first one today is number six. Say this with me. Shut the door. door. Tell your neighbor right now, shut the door. door. Marriage is a covenant. Covenant. Say that with me. Covenant between a man and a woman. A covenant is an agreement. A covenant is a, like as it were, a contract. It's an alliance. Trying to have a marriage or build a relationship 
that has a back door, you will build on shaky ground. It's like building on the sand. If you have a back door, I heard someone, at, I think it was a men's retreat one time, he said, man, I, I don't have a back door. I, I took it out. I, I insulated, framed it, sheetrocked it. Come on, that's what needs to happen in a relationship. Now, let me say something because I know this is a very sensitive topic. If you have been through a divorce in here, I am in no way picking on you this morning at all. Why? Because there's probably, you know, national record, even in the church, 50 or more percent of people have been through divorce. That's not I'm not here to pick on anyone that's been through a divorce at all. Here's my point, is that you, if you're married now, we're here to stay married. Are you feeling that? Co say this with me, covenant. We're here to sh not just shut the door, but maybe remove the door out of your life today. Listen to what the Bible says, uh, Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them... I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Will you say that with me? The rock. the rock. Good, good, good. And the rain, look at these words real good. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. So I want you to look at something right there. This is a wise man who built his house, and though he was wise, they were still faced with storms. Are you following that? It's important to you understand that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. You're going to have, if you have any type of a relationship, you ought to know by now that it's going to be faced with storms and winds and diversity in this life. Are you feeling me? Okay. So with that being said, you want to build on the rock. You cannot build on the rock and have a back door. What do you mean by back door? Explain that to me, J.O. Okay. You go through tough times. It can be age change could be a health situation children finances and you're like oh baby i'm i'm bailing out of here i'm i'm out of this thing right here no there's no back door see if there's no way of escape a jail you don't know I'm, I'm in a lot of pain i'm 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 in a lot of you don't know what i go through i'm in a lot of pain uh, relationships can be painful are you feeling me today it can be very painful but let me tell you how the new covenant that we walk in today how it came about what did Jesus do for you and I? Die. Woo what did he shed? Was there any suffering involved? Was there any pain involved? The new covenant came through pain and death and suffering and blood and what have you. I'm not saying that every marriage is in here got pain and death and suffering and blood. But I'm going to let you know right now that it can be painful. But, but, but let me say something. If there is no way of escape, like I'm out of here. If there's no way of escape, I want to let you know that pain a lot of times will bring change. Okay? So the thing that you've been praying for, God, just please, just help me, change me. And all of a sudden you find yourself in that change. Don't ask God to deliver you in the midst of that prayer. He's finally answering your prayer. Are you following me? So it's important that there is no back door in our relationship. Let me go ahead and finish the scripture. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will uh, be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. How many know that you can build on the sand? You, you can build on the sand, you guys. You can build with all kind of back doors. Okay? But look what takes place. And just like the wise family or the wise man, 
Look what happens. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. In both cases, with the wise and the fools, guess what they were faced with? They were faced with storms. You can be nice, beautiful little Christian folk, and I'm going to let you know right now, you will have storms in your relationships. you got to be, if right now, if throughout your marriage or throughout a relationship or throughout husband and wife, father, son, children, aunt, cousin, whatever it is, friendship, you got to get rid of the back door. you got to shut the door. Don't just shut it. Go ahead and remove it. Not just remove it. Go ahead and, and uh, frame it up. Go ahead and insulate it. Go ahead and sheetrock it. Get rid of the back door. Are you following me today? I know that this is a very painful area and a lot of people are struggling with these areas because relationships can be very, very painful. But I want to let you know, sometimes through the worst times of my life, the, the, the deepest, darkest moments of my life, God has begun to, to do a change in my heart. And he does it. But you can't bail out you got to stay with it. No, no escape. Listen to what Ruth Graham said. Ruth Graham is Billy Graham's wife. They asked Ruth Graham, did you ever think about divorce? And she said, no, I've never thought of divorce in all these 35 years of marriage. But, she said, I did think of murder a few times. <laughs> How many of you thought about murder? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> text. I had someone send text to me, Joe and Annie Bohart. This is a part of their text. It says, never question that God puts us together for a really grand reason. He's done that with you in relationships. We just walk out the purpose together each day and watch it unfold. That the, that's the fun part. You see, it's, it's good for a man not to be by himself. God puts together in the area of relationships. One will run a thousand and two will run ten thousand. So I want to let you know, you may be going through some tough things. Hold on. You may be going through some storms. Get rid of the door because the best is yet to come. Some of y'all don't believe me right now. Let me repeat that. The best is yet to come. Tell your spouse right now, the best is yet to come. Tell your mama, the best is yet, whoever you're, the best is yet to come. Because we're at Heart of the City Church. After today, we're removing the doors. Amen? We're going to build on the what? Everyone say the rock. Okay? Number seven. I asked someone who had been married a short amount of time, some of the challenges that they had had. They sent me a text. This is a part of the text. I want to pick on one of them. Putting expectations that other people can't meet. Kind of like the bird thing. Fighting fair. Learning how to live with one another. You know, when you're young, you just learn to live with one another. The one I want to choose on that one for number seven, which is a must. Any relationship. Is fight fair. Say that with me, fight fair. fight fair. Never say never. You, you just never clean the house. 
You just never make the bed. You just never take the dishes out of the drawer. You just never drive right. You just never take care of the kids. You just never, never. Never. You never tell me. You never take me on a date. You never. Say this with me. Never say never. You, you got to stop that. That's, that's, that's not fighting fair. Ne- and plus, you probably lying. You just never, 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 never. Are you with me? Let me tell you another thing that you never say. You always. You always do that. You, you just always. Never and always. You always talk to me that way. You always disrespectful. You, you always got the food late. You always, just always, never and always. You got to stop that. That's not fighting fair. You're killing your spouse or any relationship. Always, never. You, you can't say that. And by the way, definitely don't do this. And they all say. They all say, never. They all say, they, what do you mean by that? You bring a whole army into your fight. They, they, they be all saying, like, what? Make him feel like a schizophrenic. What? what? They all say this about, yeah, they, 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 they all say that about you. Who is they? Why are you bringing they into this fight? It's just me and you, baby. Why are you saying that? They all say, they all say it in the city group. They all say it in, at work. My whole family, they all say it. They, they all say. You're killing your, your, your relationship. That, that's some crazy stuff. Let me tell you another, to take it to another level. When you're in a good fight, don't go and tell your mom and daddy. I say in any fight, don't tell your mom and daddy. What do you mean, J.O.? They're my mom and daddy. I'm telling you, I've been doing this a, a long time. Okay, all of a sudden you just got in some kind of little, you know, me and my wife, I'll tell you right now, we spicy. We just ain't, we're just not peachy, just like everything's always peachy. We're always on the mountains, everything perfect. We can have some good little, little tussles, you know what I'm saying? And what I've learned is you don't go to your mom and dad. All of a sudden you're, you're all emotion, you're all jacked up, you're like, yeah. Mom, she said this and she said that. And, and you know, it wasn't any, probably it was your fault to start with. And now you go back home, you kiss and make up. It's all good and you're recovering. And then your mom's all ticked off. And especially if you tell the dad, the dad's getting the rifle out. <laughs> now I say, get good counsel. Meet with wonderful people, but not your mom and your daddy. You don't, you don't have to agree with me here, but I'm going to just lay it out honestly the way it is after doing counseling for over 25 years probably, been married for how long now? Almost 26. We were in the ministry the day we got married. I'm just saying, man, you better leave they out. Quit saying all that never stuff. Bring it all they, mom and dad and the family. Come on. You need to learn to fight fair. Everyone has uh, buttons. Stop pushing them. Everyone has weaknesses and you know them very, very good. Stop messing with them. 
Okay, that's not fighting fair. Have I made my point? Yes. Are we on the same map this morning? Yes. Okay. Research indicates that you can be mad as all get out. That's not what my notes said because I just kind of pasted it. Or you can avoid conflict altogether. But the positive must outweigh five to one. So if you, if, you, if you don't have this five to one thing, okay, some of you are like, I ain't married, J.O. I'm telling you, if it's in with your children, your, I'm a single mom, J.O. Your children, your family, your, whoever it may be, it's got to be five to one. Say that with me, five to one. Five to one. Amen. Rules of engagement. Matthew 18, please turn there. It's not on the Sky Bible. You need to bring your Bibles. I'm just saying, unless you got them memorized, you need to bring them into the church. Matthew 18, 15 through 17. You there? I, I just love to hear those. I still love to hear those, those, uh, the, you know, those leaves. You know what I'm saying? Moreover, if your brother sins against you, and you could say in this, you know, I'm not tra- changing the the Bible, but you, you could say if your wife sins against you or husband or daughter or mother, or, look, look what it says. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and the city group and, the, and all your friends and people at work. And No, it says you and him alone. Say that with me alone. alone. Rules of engagement. You go to them alone. Alone. Say that with me again. Alone? Alone. Are you feeling that? You can, you can build a great relationship on the instructions of the Bible. B-I-B-L-E. Basic instruction before leaving earth. You need to build according to the book, the book of all books, the greatest book of all time, the book of truth, the greatest selling book of all time, the word of God. Flawless, perfect Word of God. So first of all, you go alone, okay? You following me? He goes on to say, if he hears you, you gain brother. But if he will not hear you, take one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. Now it gets kind of, woo-hoo, okay? But if he refuses to even hear the church, I mean, if they're stiff-necked, and there's just nothing in them that wants to change, let them be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Now, if you're married, well, you, you still stay married. Or you're going to work through that. Are you following me? It's yes, so like, okay, J.O. told me to divorce because he's a heathen and tax collector. No, I did not. Because <laughs> you made a covenant. Okay? That's why it's so important, it's so important you watch who you marry. That's vital. Are you with me? Look at this. Next one. Number eight. Number eight. Seventy times seven. Seventy times seven. In the same chapter, Matthew 18, 20 through through 22. 21 through 21 through 22. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. The word forgive in the Greek means to let go. 
Say that with me, to let go. To let go. Okay, you need to do that today. To let go. It means also let alone. Let be means to disregard, to leave. Here's a, here's a good one. It's kind of like taking another, just another level. Not to discuss. Say this with me one more time. Let it go. go. Need to let it go. That's what forgiveness is all about. It's an unhealthy practice to dig up old bones. Can you imagine digging up old, stinky, maggot-infested bones and you're just going to chew on them? It's dangerous. It's evil. It's wrong. Me and Radine was engaged. I started digging up some old bones and it began to impact me. Digging up bones is never healthy, is it? We just said, hey, we're burying all the bones. I had, a, I had so many old, nasty bones, it's not even funny. Okay, we all got some bones, right? Yes, Don't dig them up. If you got something going on right now, quit adding baggage to your relationships. I find people who are supposed to be new creations in Jesus Christ, they get born again all slate clean and they come into the church and you know what they just keep adding baggage and adding baggage you need to stop that come on come on stop it cut it off okay listen when you don't forgive are you denying the resurrection of jesus christ are you denying it what did Jesus come for? What, what was the main purpose? I tell you, what was the death, the beating, the crucifixion of Jesus for? It was for your forgiveness. It was that you could have a way to God. He's our righteousness. He, he forgives. His blood covers us, okay? So 101 Christianity is this. Forgiveness. Come on. Let it go. Everyone say, let it go. Let it go. Text from Annie and Joe. Be careful not to be quick to pick up offenses. And forgive quickly. Okay, I want to read a scripture. A lot of times the scripture is used in the area of finances. It can be used in about every area, including finances, because it's a principle. But when you look at the scripture, it has nothing to do with finances. Okay, so I'm going to read uh, verse 38 of Luke 6 first. I'm going to read, I'm going to do it backwards. I'm going to read 38 and then go to 37 so you can see what the scripture is about. So if you got your Bibles, Luke 6, 38, it says, give and it'll be given to you. Okay, so I think a lot of people run with that. I'll give, 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 must have something to do with money. It could because of a principle, but it's not talking about money here. Look what it says. Give and it'll be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, would be put in your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it'd be measured back to you. What is it talking about there? Back up one scripture. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. So if you judge someone... The measure that you judge them, it will be used on you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, put it in your bosom. Are you following that? Are you with me on that? Look at the next one. Condemn not, you shall not be condemned. But look at the last one. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. When you forgive, 
What's going to happen? Give and it be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over, put in your bosom. Listen to this. For the same measure that you use in what? Forgiveness. It'll be measured to you. So think about that. Scary. If you don't forgive, it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, be put in your bosom. I don't want in my bosom unforgiveness. Are you with me this morning, 909? Okay. Everyone say, let it go. Keep short accounts. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive those who debt against us. Debt is something that's owed. Ephesians 4, 26 through 27. Be angry and do not sin. So you can get a little feisty. You with me? But just don't sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Look what it says. Look. And give place to the devil. Okay? We, we like to leave that one out. It's a little spiritual, a little heavy. Sin, nah, nah. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Okay? Everyone say with me one more time. Let it go. If you're holding unforgiveness today, you're letting go of peace and joy. You're just like, I don't want peace and joy. Number nine, test. Everyone say test. test. Every real relationship that you will ever have, every real relationship that you will ever have will be tested. Will be t- You're like, oh, JL, you don't know. I just love her, man. She's the best thing since life, friend. We just get along perfect. We just... It will be tested. Jail, we've been together for... It will be tested. If it's real. If it's not just surface. If it's not just facade. Just, it will be tested. Any relationship that goes down deep, rooted in, it will be tested. Listen to the scripture, James 1, 2 through 4. My brother, count it all a joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So look at the three things that takes place in your life and in your relationship when you are tested. First of all, he perfects our relationship. Say that with me, perfects. He completes our relationship. Everyone say complete. That, that our relationship is lacking nothing. Amen. First Peter 4, 12. Beloved, do not think it a strange concerning the fiery trial. Don't freak out when you're in a fiery trial. Don't think it's strange. He's telling you in advance. Don't think it's strange. Which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. That fiery trial right there means a burning. Everyone say a burning. A burning, a burning by which metals are roasted and reduced. That's a pretty hot fire. So what happens is I think that God takes relationships, we go through trials, and he melts us together to blend us, to make us who God wants us to be. Are you with me today? So I'm going to let you know right now. You can go ahead and say, I don't really like, I don't like that number. I'm just going to skip that number right there. Don't skip it. You will be tested. You will be tested. Let me encourage you with something. Trials come to make you strong. They're going to make your, your relationship strong, you guys. Weeping may last for a night, but more, morning's coming in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Everyone say joy. Okay. Storms won't last. What you have to do is you got to outlast the storms. 
outlasts the storm. I already told you, prophesy with my eyes open, you're going to have storms. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. You've got to outlast the storms. Acts 14, 22, strengthen the souls of the disciples, talking to disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many, say that with me, must. Here's a must. Here's a must. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. If you have some kind of Christianity that you, everything's peachy, always jail. We're always on the mountaintop jail. Not Bible. It's just not Bible. We must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 baby. Just, just say this with me. He's not queen. And he's not David Bowie. And I'm not. But I want to let you know you'll be faced with pressures. You will be faced with pressures. Number 10, and I'm done. In the midst of pressures, look at me real good. Husband, wife, son, daughter, siblings, friendships. Number 10, turn toward one another. Look, look, at your, look at your spouse right now in the eyes or a friend right next, near you. or good. Just, say, just look at him and say, turn toward. Under pressure. Go ahead, say it with me. Under pressure. Thank you. Turn toward. Yes. The enemy wants to divide you. The enemy wants to split you up. My flesh wants to hide out. Let me get in my cave. I'm going to get in my cave. Amen. No, no, no. You turn toward in the middle of pressure, pushing down on you, pushing down on her. Turn toward her. Huh? Under pressure. Bum, 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 bum. You turn toward. Come on. Turn toward. <laughs> turn toward one, two, and three. A cord of three is not easily broken. In your relationship, no matter what it is, you need the third. And that's God. That's God. Right in the middle of it. Okay? You turn toward one another, and both of you turn toward God because a vine, come on, a, a, a rope or a knot or anything made up of three. You need, to, you need to tell the devil right now today, remind yourself that she's not against you. She's not against I've done that. But I love you, Radine, but I've just said it before. Have you done that? I just said, she's not against me. But she's, not my, she's not my fight. She's not my war. You got to, it can be so close to you. And you're like, I'm going to just do what J.O. says right now, even though I think he's against me. I mean, you're not against me. Come on, just tell him you're on the same team. Not against me. She's not against me. Come on, what's the Bible say? Ephesians 6, 12. We do not wrestle against. Say that with me, against. Every time I say against, I need you to shout out, scream out against. You ready? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities against oh i messed it up i get too excited you know what i'm saying let's try that again powers 
rulers of darkness of this age, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Come on. Four things that you do in times of turning in. You ready? Look, look at me. Four things. You, you will never have a good relationship without these four things. Number one, time. Say that with me, time. You, you cannot have a good relationship without spending time with one another. It won't happen. You've got to spend time. If it's with your daughter, if it's with your husband, friend, you cannot have a relationship without, number one, time. Number two, say this with me, talk. You've got to talk. Guys, you've got to talk. Guys, you've got to talk. Not about business. You've got to talk. Words are the building blocks of a relationship. Time, talk, look at this one. Treasures. Everyone say treasures. Remember when you were courting her, you're like, I'm going to get her the best flowers. I'm going to take her out to the best dinner. I'm going to take her this. Where your treasure is, come on. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Are you following me? And so all of a sudden, you've been married for a little while. You, you caught her now. Hey, I don't need to buy her nothing. Everyone say treasure. Time, talk, treasure. And the last one is this. A healthy touch. Healthy personal. I'm a real touchy-touchy guy. I mean, I'm going to kiss my son. If you don't like it, I don't even care. Kiss my son on his cheek. If he's 50 and I'm 75, I'm going to still kiss him on the cheek. I'm going to kiss my daughter on her forehead. I'm going to kiss my wife right on her beautiful lips. I'm going to, come on, touch. We need to touch. Time, talk, treasure, touch. Amen? Will you stand on your feet this